Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com How to raise capital for your company. Part one, how to value your cannabis business. If you thought the applications for the competitive licenses were hard, just wait until you try to raise money for that cannabis business of yours. We have you covered in this multi-part series. We will walk you through what you need to know to effectively raise money for your cannabis company to help fund its application costs and also its build out to open. And that's what you get when you tune in to... Hi, I'm Tom. You can find me by Googling Cannabis Lawyer and clicking over to my website, CannabisIndustryLawyer.com, an online resource for learning more about the industry that you want to get into. This is a fairly complex episode and start of a series that deals with finance and fundraising for your cannabis business. It will be advantageous to watch all of these and this one until the end because that's when you will learn why I know all this crap. Today we are starting our first in a multi-part series that will be in a playlist on our channel called Fundraising. If you are getting into the cannabis industry and you are under a million dollars for your dispensary team or under $4 million for your craft or micro grower team, then this is the playlist for you. In our first episode, we will talk about the valuation of your business so that you can understand how to structure a private placement offering with your business valued at the post license price and not the application price. You see, your cannabis license has two valuations pre-award and post-award. In our research, we are going to continue this research and to gather data regarding how much winners spend on their pre-award license costs. But we anticipate that'll be in the hundreds of thousands, probably in the ballpark of 200,000. Think about everything you can buy to put into the most complete and therefore best application you can. What do we mean by best application? Let's take a look at the typical answer the state of Illinois gave to its questions and answers sections, which will probably be similar to your state if you also have the competitive licensing process. The state wants the most complete and competitive application that you can have. So think of all the professionals you have to hire, lawyers, accountants, MBAs, architects, consultants for the cannabis operations, clerical staff to keep track of all the complexity, teams to go out into the community to gather support from its citizens, literally everything that you need to do to have your business be ready to go, except to have a license to be in the cannabis industry. That gets really expensive. 
Now on average, dispensaries can cost less than cultivation, but real estate and opulence could conceivably make that dispensary the Apple store of dispensaries, and it can cost millions of dollars. Uh, we do not recommend this avenue for your team. Still, you have pre-application costs of the tens of thousands, if not low hundreds of thousands of dollars in organizational costs and fees to get your team to the point where it can legitimately compete for a very small number of licenses. After you've spent all this time and effort and money to get your team together and your application in order, you have the best chance that you will have of winning and a more realistic sense of how much money your company will need and what type of ownership that you should have held on to. You see, in Illinois, we have social equity concerns that often dictate how the company is structured. Stay tuned in this series for more on operating agreements and social equity versions of those operating agreements. The amount of time and money you spent pre-award for your license is the valuation of your company before you have the right to do any business in cannabis. You do not want to sell interest in your company at that very low valuation. Instead, you want to approach your investors with the post-license award valuation. Their infusion of money to pay for the build-outs and opening your doors for the business does not result in them taking too much of that business away from the team that was required to win the license. Many states have diversity and social equity requirements that really dictate how the team is brought together, where talent is a very scarce resource in the cannabis industry, so the classic smart, rich business combination occurs frequently. The more your team presents the rich investor with a package deal that he or she can understand, the more likely you are to get that commit so that when you win, they fund. How much is a dispensary or a grow worth? Well, that depends on a multitude of factors, like the available canopy space to produce buds, or how large of a population your dispensary serves. They do not really have averages, but you can look at cash flows and deduct expenses to get a net cash flow that you can use and put a multiplier on it to ballpark figure how much you should value your dispensary or grow post-license. First, let's set some parameters in this model that you will use to determine how much you should charge for an interest in your company. We will use seller's discretionary earnings, which is basically your net earnings plus any salary you pay to the owners added back in. This is net income before taxes. I'm not sure if we wanna use that or net out the taxes and just add another multiplier. For example, the average small business in America sells for 2.76 times SDE, seller's discretionary earnings. If we added taxes into that equation, just to get at the net, the truly free cash flows, then we could value the business at, say, 3.6 times SDE, minus tax liability. This valuation is getting closer to an EBITDA valuation, and of course that's earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. The average of those valuations for companies is usually about four to six times but this method is more appropriate for larger companies where the owner's salaries and benefits make far less of a dent than for small businesses, say worth less than $20 million. Can a dispensary net income be used to ballpark a figure? Uh, sure, let's assume a population of about a quarter million people and an average sale of 50 bucks. Uh, 
that can actually be quite a lot, between 300,000 and half a million a month. Uh, gross, not net. And after netting everything out, your expenses and even your taxes, you're still probably looking at about 100 to 150 grand a month. You are taking over a million dollars of free cash flows a year. Like cash, everybody's been paid, that money's just coming in. And you could probably get the regular dispensary open for about 200 to $300,000. A little more, a little less. These are ballpark figures. They're okay for valuing your business for the purpose of investors and pro formas because you're disclosing these speculations and these, these parameters. Put together your startup budgets for your dispensary at 500,000 to a million bucks. For example, assume uh, 1.8 million of net free cash per year or SDE, including tax, and multiply that by 3.5 and get a valuation of your dispensary of 6.3 million. Remember, you probably only need to raise $500,000 to a million dollars for your dispensary. So let's say you go for the cool million. What should you sell your company at? That comes out to being about 16% of your company for that cool million. Maybe you need to go up and, and make the deal a little sweeter for the investor. Or you make it a convertible debt deal that pays them back plus interest on their investment and then gives them a smaller equity stake. Or maybe you just make it easy for them. You say, hey, I'll give you 20% of this dispensary for a million bucks. What a deal. The best part for the investor is they don't have to pay anything until you get the license. Now again, the application itself may cost over $100,000. You can use options to defray that cost by saying, uh, hey, Mr. Millionaire, for 25 grand, I will give you the right to own 20% of our dispensary, which will require you to fund a note upon our victory. So let's turn over to the growers. Let me go get my uh, grower pro formas. But uh, if you are liking this content and find it useful, smash them thumbs up and also subscribe. Then share it with someone on your team. Okay. Well, the grower pro formas are, of course, completely different. They are dependent on the output yield that you can get, which really relies on your canopy space more than the total amount of transactions that your dispensary can serve in a population area. And I'd like to give a shout out to Green Growth CPAs for helping us out with our pro formas for our craft growers. Check out their episode right there. We figure that your free cash flows, even after you pay taxes and any profits to the employees and to the community, you'll be looking at approximately 1.5 to $2 million per year, depending on your yield. Uh, so does that mean that a craft grower's license in Illinois is worth as much as a dispensary license? No, you have to look at the upper limit of your canopy or plant number. For example, a 5,000 square foot flowering canopy may yield between 200 to 250 pounds a month, but the license allows you to flower up to 14,000 square foot of canopy space if you work with the state and are a good grower. That means your free cash flows after tax might be two to three times higher than that 1.5 to 2 million. So you can see how your grower venture could be worth more than $10 million depending on your yield and wholesale price point. How much is it to build out the high quality indoor grows? A lot. 
You can try to cut corners, but you want a license by promising to build a high quality indoor farm that has automation, high security, various levels of humidity controlled in a building within another building. Three to six million dollars and higher should not only be budgeted, but also needs to be funded. Get the funding by knowing how to make the offer to the investors of what it costs and what their potential upside is. Of course, be honest. These are just pro forma cash flows, but with them, we can honestly explain to a possible investor, an accredited investor at that, that the financing available to fully fund the build out of the farm will still require a substantial down payment. So you will have to raise a couple of million dollars to get some leverage to cover the rest. If you want help on ballparking your cannabis company's figures and for more help, on raising funds for your cannabis business, like this video and head over to CannabisIndustryLawyer.com with your question. Now that you know how to value your company post-license and sell percentages of your equity to a wealthy team member, next we will discuss your organizational structure when we cover operating agreements especially those dealing with social equity issues. Thanks for watching this episode on how to value your cannabis company when offering equity in it to investors. And now the secret as to why I know all this shit. Well, when I was in law school, I became very interested in finance and the stock market, which led me to become a stockbroker after I graduated from law school in 2008. I had this pie in the sky idea that I would become a CFA and use my JD to leverage that. Uh, that's not what happened in 2008, and so I became a practicing lawyer. But uh, now I get to use these skills to do what I love in the cannabis industry, and you can join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Until next time, 